Wife Material Podcast. Whatever you wear matters. So what you wear matters is the idea, right? So, you know, as a single lady, as not a single lady, you know, whether you're married or not, what you wear does matter. What you wear represents you. What you wear tells people things about you. But it's funny, right? Most females will judge a guy based off of what he's wearing, but hate the idea of guys judging them based off of what they're wearing. That's because I'm dressed like this doesn't mean, yes it does. Because when I dress like a bum doesn't mean I'm a bum, right? When I dress like I'm broke doesn't mean I'm broke. Same thing as if I dress like I'm rich doesn't mean I'm rich and the list goes on, right? Just because I dress like a cop doesn't mean I'm a cop, right? That's ignorance, right? It's one thing to be like, you know, okay, I didn't know that dressing like this would be an issue because I've seen plenty of other females dress like this and I thought this was, you know, acceptable. And that's okay if you didn't know no better, right? If you didn't know that it's like, oh, okay, so this is not that acceptable or it's just, it's not acceptable if I do it, right? You know, like yoga pants, typically it's more popular or I should say more preferred when it's on a on a female that's in the better shape or at least a smaller shape not necessarily better on a bigger chick but hey to each them you know um, there are guys who do like big girls uh, but that's you know that's for a different conversation the point is is that what you wear does matter because if you're a you know since this is mainly about females, if you're dressed like a crackhead, don't be surprised if I treat you as like one. Don't be surprised if I don't look your way, if I ignore you, if I try to distance myself from you, right? If you look like a zombie, don't be surprised I don't want you, you know, chasing me, right? You know, if you look like a serial killer, well, you know, definitely leave me alone, right? If you look crazy, so that's the thing, it's like, what you wear is a reflection of the perception you want people to have of you. You want people to perceive you as a nice person, then you should dress nice. You want people to perceive you as a piece of shit, then dress like a piece of shit. Clothes have purpose, clothes have meanings, right? A, a raincoat has a purpose. You, you wear the raincoat because it's raining. Right? So if you wear a, a bikini, it's more likely because you're going to some somewhere where that attire is is necessary. It makes no sense to go to somebody's wedding in a bikini or go to or go to work at your office, you know, at your office job in a bikini, right? That's not appropriate attire. And cannot be and you shouldn't be surprised if you get certain looks. Same thing as wearing lingerie out you know, as, as clothing, you know, these are small, you know, small little basic details, it's just common courtesy, right, there's the right place for, for everything, right, right place and wrong place, you know, we're saying when guys point out that a female is wearing something that looks a certain type of way, is because that is, 
what that appearance is for. That's what that look is for. That's what that look looks like, right? You know? You know, if you if you dress like a teacher, then you look like a teacher, right? If you dress like a, like a clown, you look like a clown. Can't be surprised if people treat you a certain way based off of the way you look, because it's like, well, your appearance is giving a certain idea. Just like if you look at a dog, well, you're gonna treat the dog like it's a dog, right? If you're gonna treat a cat like it's a, a cat, a tiger like it's a tiger, shark like it's a shark, because of what it looks like, you know? We have eyes for a reason. The, the, the problem we have is the ignorance of wanting to, um, wanting to redefine things. Like, hey, I can wear, you know, lingerie as regular casual wear at work because of whatever bullshit you create. And it's like, well, that's not how that works. One, society as a whole has to agree with that. It'd be different if everybody in society is like, yeah, go ahead, wear, wear, wear lingerie to work. That's not a problem. Then that'd be different if the entirety of society was okay with it. Right? Because that's the thing, we live in a society, so the majority rules. So if the majority of people say that it's okay, then it's okay. The problem is, is that the majority says the opposite, which is certain attire is not appropriate. And instead of adhering to it, instead of respecting it, there's people who want to go against it. Which is very, which ironically is a very childish mentality. Very, very childish. That's the kind of shit you expect a five-year-old to do. To be like, I'm not going to wear what everybody else is wearing. I'm not going to do what everybody else, what people tell me to do. I do what I want to do. I want to do, I do what I want to do. That's, that's a childish mentality. Being selfish, doing whatever you want, whenever you want. That's not an adult behavior. Especially not in a society. Adults understand that, okay, you know, the way the society works is that if we work together, we agree on things. That's how society works. Society doesn't work when everybody's disagreeing on stuff. And people want to do whatever they want. It's like, that's not how that works. Because if that's how it works, then we shouldn't have laws. We shouldn't have females out here complaining about, uh, you know, sexual assault and... Um, other crimes committed against them, right? They shouldn't be complaining at all because everybody's free to do whatever they want, right? So that means everything that's ever bad happened to you, it's okay because, you know, everybody is free to do what they want. See how stupid that sounds? Because it is stupid. Right? You can't complain about bad things happening to you and then be in the same sentence you're talking about like, you know, everybody should have freedom. Everybody should be able to do what they want to do. And no one should be judging and blah, blah. Yeah, don't judge the, your rapist. Don't judge your, 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 the, the person who's robbing you, who's murdering you. Don't judge them. People who hate you, don't judge them. Right? See how that doesn't, that doesn't work? How that doesn't make sense? It's like you're supposed to judge. You know? Because that's how you know the difference between right and wrong. We all know what's wrong. We all know what's right. And we're all supposed to lean towards right and encourage people to focus on what's right. Because what's right is what matters, right? What's right is good and beneficial. 
you know, compromises have to be made, but that's that. But anyway, that's just a little bit of a the political and social aspect of what you wear. But in in you know, if you're a wife, you gotta remember that there's times you're gonna need to dress like a mother. There's gonna be times where you're gonna need to dress like a wife. And that's different from dressing sexual. Sexual, obviously, is for a different uh, situation. Um, so dressing like wife doesn't mean dressing sexy. Uh, it's more of dressing elegant, more of dressing appropriately, dressing in a way that does get you attention, does garner, you know, get attention, respect, you know, and that comes with being modest. You know, if you got a body, you got a body, obviously, right? Nothing wrong with, with having a body. Just make sure you, you know, you present it in a respectful, you know, mature type of way. Especially if you're dressing like a wife with your husband, right? So you're out and about. Like, you go to a restaurant and whatnot, it doesn't make sense to dress, to, you know, to wear something that you would wear to a club, right? Or on a street corner waiting for some guy to pick you up obviously right you're definitely not going to go to a, you know to a, an event or a fancy restaurant um in a bikini right so you gotta you gotta dress for the occasion and there's and there's certain situations where you need to dress a certain way like just like a mother when you're going to school to meet meet your your kids uh, you know teachers and stuff um, you know, just like a mother when you're spending time with your kids, um, just like a wife when you're doing, you know, spending time with your husband, doing adult-related activities, and then casual, you know, there's there's downtime where you don't have to get dressed up and do much. You know, you don't want to. Wear the wrong thing at the wrong time, you know, and that's the importance. It's very important to understand how powerful clothing can be, right? You know, there's this old saying: "Men make the clothes, clothes don't make the man." But, however, clothes does make the man look good, right? Clothes does make the man look respectable, right? Um, and the same goes for a female. You know, there's times where you want respect. And the way you get that is through, first off, is what you're wearing, right? Because like I said, if you're dressed like a clown, don't be surprised you get treated like one. Don't be surprised that people make jokes about you. Like, you're dressed like a clown, are you really surprised? If you were dressed like a vampire, you don't expect people to treat you like a vampire and make vampire, you know, references, like Twilight or something, like, it's just common sense. But like I said, if, if you, if you look a certain way, you're going to be presented that way. Just like if you look like a female, somebody's going to address you as a female. If you look like a guy, you're going to be dressed, addressed as a guy. That's just, that's just how it works. This is how we get to interact with the world, right? This is how you know they're like, oh, that's, that's a tiger over there. Yeah, it looks like a tiger, acts like a tiger. I'm going to avoid the tiger because it might act like a tiger if it gets really close to me and I don't want it acting like a tiger on me, right? It's a predator and I don't want to be a prey, right? So it's the same thing when it comes to just dealing with anybody in general, like a guy or a female, 
you know, if somebody looks like they will um, rob you, they're more likely will rob you. If they look like they will lie to you, they're more likely going to lie to you. And the list goes on. It's like that's why it's important to pay attention to uh, what you look like, um, how you act like, and the same goes for everybody around you, right? Judging is very important. It's it's a survival trait. It's a skill. It's an instinct, right? It's it's something that's important. So just like how you dress is important. You'd be surprised how many problems you can solve just based off of what you dress. You'd be surprised how much easier your life is based off of how you dress. That's why if you're dressed a certain type of way and you're having a lot of issues because you're, you're getting a lot of unwanted attention. Remember, you're the one who don't want the attention. So stop wearing that which gets you the negative attention you don't want. If you want positive attention, wear positive clothes. You want negative attention? Keep wearing the negative clothes. You're gonna get what you you're gonna get what you ask for, and, and stop that ignorance of like, ah, oh, just because I'm dressed like this doesn't mean I ask for it. Yes, it is. That's literally what that outfit's for. That outfit is for that. It's for attention, and it's for specific attention, and that's why you get it. This whole ignorance of like, no, just because I dress this way does not mean I want. You dress that way, that's what you get. You get that treatment based off of what you wear. If you dress like a cop, you will be treated as one. It's not rocket science to understand that. It's just, it's just willful ignorance, as they say. Willful ignorance. You're choosing to do something that you know for a fact is going to get you a certain, certain reaction. But you want to justify it. Because you want to do what you want to do, even though what you're doing is unacceptable, right? It's 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 socially um, not accepted, right? We don't agree that it's okay for you to dress a certain type of way, right? You know, the the irony is that a lot of stuff that women wear, guys like it. You know why? Because one, we're the ones who created it in the first place. It's always funny how people want to complain about what they're wearing and try to act like what they're wearing is their decisions. Like, no, it's not your decision. You were raised and convinced by society, which includes men, right? Includes guys. So guys influence. So what you're wearing is influenced by guys. And it's literally built, made by guys. Guys invented a lot of the outfits that exist in this world. It was literally a guy who invented the thong. So if you're wearing a thong, thank a guy for that because it wasn't a female's idea to wear a thong. Ironically, granny panties, if I'm right, was a female idea. Think about that. More material, more cloth covering the body was a female's idea. It was a guy's idea for a female to wear less material, aka a thong. And for my, he was a gay guy, but still, he's a guy, he has a penis, that's the whole point. <laughs> Doesn't matter if he likes guys. The point is, he still made women clothing, right? He still made stuff for women to wear, and thong was one of those things. So, the point is, a guy was involved in thongs being made. So if you wear thongs, it's because of a guy. And for my, bras were uh, created by, by, by men. It was men's idea. 
or a man's idea for the bra and the list goes on I mean even the idea of uh, fabric material to make clothes in the first place you know came through man just the idea of wearing clothing or wearing uh, animal skin and stuff like that as, as a form of protection clearly it was a guy's idea one because you had to kill an animal in order to get the, the, the skin right get the fur so clearly it was a it was a guy's idea they killed the animal they skinned the animal so that way they can eat the meat but instead of letting the fur go to waste right the skin to go to waste they decided to dry it up and turn it into uh, protection I wouldn't be surprised they just just so happened to let it dry or it just dried one day and suddenly started raining and they're like <laughs> I'm getting wet there's no trees around there's no cave around it's like oh there's this thing and they picked it up some dry lion skin or something and they realized oh this protects me from the rain and then just made that a normal thing you don't know because yeah. I mean why would a female just be out in a lion infested area right by herself and then end up in the rain and then end up covering herself with uh, you know lion skin that doesn't sound like something a female would do I mean historically anyway um, modern day females will probably do that but that's not something that I've seen historically point is is that more likely it was a guy's idea more likely um, I mean if anything it was more likely a guy's idea to do that to cover and protect uh, females bodies from the harshness of extreme cold and extreme heat because guys were obviously built bigger so they're able to handle more uh, of the tough terrain and tough weathers so that would be a surprise okay um my bike he's trying to offer me thousands of dollars for my Facebook group. I know it has 22,000 members, but still, it's my group. Dancers narrow. She'll probably reach 100,000 members someday. Anyway, um, so dressing like a mother is important, right? You know, like I said, so how do you dress like a mother? Well, one, you're obviously, you're, you're covered up to a certain degree. Um, depending on the situation, you could be wearing a dress, right? Obviously, it <laughs> can't be skin tight. has to be kind of loose. I'll say sundress is, is, is decent, you know. It's, um, a sundress will work, um, something of that nature. Um, you could do the, the whole shirt and jeans thing, you know, modern women wearing jeans type stuff again try to avoid it being tight the idea is just basically not to just because casual will be will essentially be the the whole wearing tight clothing you know tight jeans uh leggings you know uh, um yoga pants and stuff like that like that would be classified as casual it's that stuff is not motherly that's not mother um attire typically dresses Form flattering, not form fitting. There's there's a difference. Form flattering, as opposed to form fitting. Form, form fitting is obviously like a like a gown, something a little too tight um, around the body, so it shows off the curves. The idea is to show less curves 
but still show your feminine um, shape. So still show that you know you have you know curves, but not too uh, too vivid, too obvious. Someone has to be staring at you for a long period of time to to notice all your curves, right? So that's the whole um, idea of wearing something that's flattering as opposed to something that's fitting. Um, dressing like a wife, that would be something more form-fitting, like a, a like a like a gown, like a nice black, uh, you know, a tube dress. Um, but of course, you know, you want to have uh, what is it called? Damn, what's it called? The, not lace, uh, the straps. There you go, straps. You know, just to make sure the, the ladies uh, stay in place. That way they don't uh, come out, uh, you know, and surprise everybody. Um, again, remember, we're trying to be elegant. We're trying to be ladylike. Um, you definitely are trying to uh, show a good amount of your, your curves for the, you know, but not too much, obviously, right? That's the thing. You're trying not to. Sh you're trying to. Okay, so it's form-fitting to show off your body, your shape, but without uh, showing skin. So the idea is to show very little skin, but show a lot of your shape. So, so a very uh, less revealing, form-fitting um, outfit would be would be a wife um, attire. Just like your husband would be wearing a nice, you know, fitting suit, a suit that fits him that's not too loose, that's not too tight, right? It's, it fits him just nice, so that way he has a nice shape, a nice form. He looks strong, masculine, elegant, sophisticated, right? Manly, you know, all that good qualities, right? Respectable, right? Uh, classy, that's the other thing. So the idea is to be classy. The idea is... Uh, when a guy wears a suit is to show a form, you know, show manliness and power, you know, but at the same time with some dignity. Same thing goes for a female. That's why you can't be wearing something that's just your tits hanging out, your ass hanging out. You know, like, nothing wrong with wearing something a little tight, a little form-fitting, so that way it shows you're clearly a uh, woman <laughs> with a, uh, with a, you know, hourglass figure tends to be popular, but not, but not revealing, right? Leave, leave room for, leave, leave things to the imagination is what I'm trying to say, right? Plus, besides the goods, right? What your mama gave you is for your man, not for the world. Um, casual, like I said, that's probably where you're, just, you're gonna wear whatever you wanna wear, you know, tight, revealing, whatever, right? Or just baggy and less uh, wifey and less sexual. So that's where the casual category comes in. Then you have the sexual category, obviously. <laughs> well, we know what that is mainly about. It's less is more, but still there has to be something there just to add to the ambiance, add to the, the appearance, the... You know, it looks better. Because, you know, when your husband sees you naked once, right, and, you know, he's seen you naked a million times, as they say. So you, you want to wear stuff that adds stuff, right, different color, uh, lingerie, right, different patterns, 
these these you'd be surprised these little details do matter because you might think oh, i'll just keep wearing the same lingerie or the same bra and panties and you know and that's an and that's and that's enough you know like, like i said you, you'd be surprised um sometimes even mix matching the colors mix matching um you know the the you know the materials right the you might want to combine lace with a silk or something similar to that right you may want to incorporate some fur right some feathers whatever right whatever flows about cosplay you know or costumes you know dressing like a sexy nurse or maid or something like that that's you know those, those are things as well you know um, school you know school girl outfit stuff like that those tend to be popular so you get the idea you know you want to you want to switch it up and spice it up um, just to keep the guy interested because the guy got you know guys do get do get bored of the same thing over and over again for you know you know after a while so you want to you want to change it up once in a while you might want to incorporate wigs of different colors different hairstyles different patterns like like break uh, like like french braids or uh, micro braids or like curly hair or straight hair you know blonde brunette you know that kind of stuff so it's like you might want to incorporate that as well i mean if if that's that's if that's y'all thing if that's how if that's how y'all roll um especially as a wife you definitely want to keep him um happy right keep him keep them focused and loyal right um, and that's the thing there's small little things you can do to keep your your husband loyal um, obviously ideally you want your husband to be loyal by by default right but I'm not what I'm trying to say is like you you should put in effort to make sure he's he is loyal um, you know that he that is it's easy for him to stay loyal right you gotta give him reason to be loyal. If you're giving him, if you're barely giving him anything, if you know what I mean, don't be surprised he doesn't end up being loyal. Because your lack of activity, your lack of um, influence, right, your lack of interaction is going to make him feel um, unappreciated. It's gonna make him feel um, that you're not loyal to him, right? That, that you don't appreciate him. And if you don't appreciate him, some some other chick will, right? So always remember that you gotta make sure that you, when you get your man, you keep him, right? Sometimes people forget that the, the idea of relationship is not a partnership, it's not equality, you know, this nonsense. It's a position, you're, you're <clears throat> It's a position, it's not that different from any job. It's a position. You're being allowed to be in that position, which means you have to first obviously earn the position, and secondarily, you have to maintain it. You cannot allow, You cannot get lazy at this job, right? However way you wanna call it, relationship, whatever you wanna call it, marriage, right? And then expect to still be in that said marriage, in that said relationship, in that said job. You still got to put in work, right? You still got. That's that's why. That's why men and women agree to be together, 
because they're supposed to work together to do things. So if the guy is doing all the stuff he's supposed to do, which is, you know, fixing problems, solving problems, right? You know, providing money, providing, you know, shelter, food, this, that, their resources, you know, uh, those types of things. If he's doing his part, you got to do your part. You can't stop doing your part, be lazy on your on your end, and, and still expect a great relationship. It's not a great relationship if you're not doing your part, right? Because females, a lot of days, nowadays, be talking about partnership, but they don't even act like a partner, let alone act like a lover, act like a friend, act like his girl, like his significant other, his his one true love, his one and, his one and only, his, his. Most females nowadays are complaining about the idea of like, oh, I don't belong to him. Yes, you do. When you chose him, you chose him to be yours and you chose to be his. It makes no sense for you to choose to be, choose him, be like, okay, I want to be in a relationship with you. He's like, okay, I agree with it. And then you're like, oh, well, I'm going to act like um, you're not my man. I'm going to act like you're not important, that you're disposable, replaceable, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to act like you're just some stranger that just so happens to live in in the same house as me and like no that makes no sense to act like that to act the way you 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 act before you even got in a relationship when you get in a relationship y'all become one it's both of y'all together symbiotic you bring stuff to the table he brings stuff to the table and y'all share these things that y'all bring to the table so that way y'all benefit each other like a symbiotic relationship like the way it's supposed to be what you don't do is try to act single while being in a relationship. Trying to act single while you're married. While you're married. Now, a lot of times in the red pill community, you hear stuff about like, you know, you know, guys, you know, especially high value guys. You know, they have options and they can exercise the options. And you know, the woman has to be sexually loyal, but the guy doesn't necessarily have to be. And it's like, yeah, that is true to a certain degree because men and women are different but at the same time I don't go around um, my, me personally I don't go around promoting the idea of like because we are different because you know you know the way guys perceive sex is different the way than females perceive sex you know that it's like yeah guys you know go go out there you know even though you have a wife go out there and you know exercise your, your options like no um no. I just lost track of what I was saying. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, we, we need to really do better when it comes to relationships. Oh, yeah, the, I was saying the whole, um, you know, guys, you know, you know, not exercising their options um, when they're in a relationship. Unless the you know, your wife is okay with it, then, you know, tweets down. It's just the, it's one thing to point out that, you know, that that is a thing that, you know, most, you know, high value guys have options and, you know, it, it, it's understandable they, they, they don't limit themselves because they have the options, right? Because they have all these options that they earned, mind you, they earned these options. They didn't always have these options. 
they, they, they became high value and now they earned it. Now they have the options. Women always had the options since the day they were born. They always had the options to, you know, have sex whenever they felt like it, right? So, and since women are the ones who decide who does and doesn't have, who doesn't, who doesn't, who does and does not get laid, you know, the whole like, oh, guy, men cheating, men cheating. It's like, no, no. Women are the only ones that cheat. They're the ones who decide who does and doesn't have sex. Which means if if a married man has sex with a, with, with, with a woman that's not his wife, that just means that a woman, right, a female, allowed him to have sex. She more likely knew that he was that he was um, he was married, right? That's a that's a thing. But anyway, that's for a different topic. I'm just saying this like I'm not encouraging the idea of stepping out. I'm I'm the one where it's like if you want to be with other women, then you're better off being single or have a harem or have your wife agree to it, right? If if that's if that's what you really, really want, then you need to make sure that you do it the right way, right? Don't do it behind nobody's back and this, that, and that, right? That's what I'm saying. Be upfront with it. Be about it. But, you know, I want, you know, you know, I prefer a, <coughs> sorry, I prefer the, you know, the, the situation where, you know, guy, you know, husband and wife, you know, loyalty and all that stuff. You know, ideally I prefer that scenario, which is why it's important that you do your best to try to maintain that. The reason I always even mention the whole idea of like sex with different women, right, is the whole variety factor. So as long as you keep providing him variety um, from you, 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 bring, you bring something different every, every time, um, that you're interacting with your husband that will help keep him loyal so I think I'll make a podcast about that about uh, you know how to keep him loyal and this kind of third uh, right now this is about how you dress right you know um, even even when it comes to a bikini, and let's talk about that, right? Even when it comes to a bikini, there is such thing as casual bikini and sexual bikini, right? You know, bikini for attention and bikini for you know, swimming, right? You know, I'm not against uh, bikinis, right? <clears throat> String bikini and stuff like that. I'm a fan. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm a fan, but... I mean, there is limits, especially if there's kids around, if there's a whole bunch of other dudes, and I'm in a relationship with you, you know, I definitely don't want you, you know, parading around in a string bikini, unless I'm okay with it at the time. I, I'm just saying, it's like, if I'm not okay with it, I would like the respect of you willing to be modest, you willing to, you know, cover up as much, you know, wear, wear, a, little, wear a little extra or wear a different... Uh, a bikini so that way you you're you're you know revealing less and you know it makes me happy to know that you care you know about about, about what I think what I, about what I feel if we're going to talk about feelings 
because one of the things I see a lot of times that happens in, you know, online is a lot of females complain about the idea of their man telling them what to wear or not to wear. Having, a, having an immediate problem with their husband or boyfriend suggesting that they don't wear a you know, certain attire at a certain time. But it's like, if you want to wear whatever you want to wear, then you're supposed to be single and independent so you can singly make all the decisions in your life. But when you get in a relationship, it's not a single thing. Relationships are not for single people. Relationships are for people who want to be a couple. And couples work as a team. Teams, right, tend to follow directions. Teams tend to work within rules. Teams tend to mutually agree on things. You can't have one team member doing saying one thing and everybody else saying another thing. That's going to create a divide. That's going to create issues. A team is successful when you're united, not when you're divided, right? United we stand, divided we fall. So a relationship falls apart when you're divided, when you're acting as up, as ops, acting as, as enemies and opponents instead of acting as team members. So if your husband says he doesn't want you wearing something um, because of whatever reasons he has, you should respect it. Same as if you tell him you don't like him wearing a certain thing because it creates a scenario that you don't like, that he's supposed to respect. You know what I mean? Because the irony is, a lot of times females love telling guys, you know, what, what to do when it comes to, like, their outfits or even to the way they talk or behave because they want, because they want the guy to be a certain way. It's like, we okay. Five, zero. <sighs> God damn it. Hate distractions. Um, Cause now I'm losing train of thought. Uh, you know, the relationships are about teamwork. It's about, you know, everybody agreeing on the same thing. Or at least agreeing to follow one person's direction, right? You, you know, every team has a team leader. So in a relationship, you know, there's a team leader, right? There's a relationship leader. There's somebody who's in charge of the relationship, which is usually the guy because he's the one that has the resources. He's the one that's, you know, was picked by the female for his, his, his uh, very valuable attributes, things that he worked hard to have and obtain and so he gets to choose if he has a mansion right mansion cars boats right tons of money clout right respect network these are all things he worked hard for and obtained so of course he is in charge he's the leader he has all these resources and if you want to benefit from these resources then it would have to be under his decision making going to be under his um, leadership so if you know obviously if you listen to the podcast it's because you know you want to be a wife you want to be somebody's you know teammate right you want to be somebody's second command you want to be somebody's support system 
right? You want to support somebody in the things they do, their, the things they're achieving. You want to be part of their life. That's the thing about, you know, agreeing to be somebody's wife is that you're agreeing to be part of their life. You're agreeing to spend the rest of that person's life, you know, whatever life they have. And if they have a life of a billionaire, then you're going to be living that life with them. You agree to live the life of the wife of a billionaire. Right? You're going to be there for the journey. You're there to be a witness to their life, to their decisions, to their ups and downs. That's what you're there for. You're there to assist them in everything that they want to do in their life. Because if you just want to be selfish and just do what you want to do, then you should be single. That's the whole point. You have that option. You're not forced to, you know, be in a relationship, right? You don't have to be in a relationship. But if you choose to be in a relationship, you choose to be married, you choose to be a wife, you got to do those things. You got to do what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do your wifely duties. You're supposed to do your girlfriend duties. You're supposed to do your job when you, you know, get a, when you, you know, apply for a job and get a job. You're supposed to do what you're supposed to do. That's why you, that's the whole point. You agreed to be part of that thing, right? That organization, that relationship. So you're supposed to do what you're supposed to do. Because for all that, you're better off, you're then you should just be single, right? You should be unemployed, right? You should be doing something else other than wasting somebody else's valuable time. Because when a guy is looking for a wife, he's looking for a wife. Someone to be there as his second in command, right? Somebody to be there as his co-pilot, his navigator, right? His passenger, you know, his life partner, right? His, his, his support system, his assistant, you know. You're there for them. Of course, they benefit you as well. Of course, they're there for you, but... The main thing is, is that this, you know, the man, he went through a lot of trouble to get to the point in his life. And he wants something that makes sense for that. He worked hard to be who he is and to live the life that he lives. And he needs, and he's going to want somebody to share it with. And he's going to want somebody to appreciate what he has achieved and to support him in what he has achieved and what he's going to do you know going further you know forward in life he doesn't need somebody to to be a nagger somebody to be a naysayer to be somebody to be a liability a problem somebody trying to tell him what to do when he's been working hard to get to the point where no no one should be telling him what to do he should be the one in charge, not someone else acting like they're in charge. When he's the one who built what he built. If he built an empire, right? A kingdom or a life for himself. He's supposed to be in charge. It makes no sense for him to work that hard to build a life for himself. And then somebody else just walks on in and be like, okay, I'm in charge now. That makes no sense. You know, you ladies understand that idea. You understand that if you built something, you would hate it if somebody came in and just took it over. You know? You build a company and somebody comes in like, okay, I'm the boss now. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't like that. So don't do that to to a guy, right? Don't do that to your husband. You know, agree to to be to be married to him, but then try to run the relationship, try to take over his life and, and control it and dictate how it should be. When that's not your your job, that's not your role, right? 
Now, I did say uh, in other podcasts, you know, that it's, it's, you know, it's important for you to have skills, bring to the table, for you to, you know, uh, make sure you're responsible for making sure that the family eats healthy and this and this. Like, yeah, because these are responsibilities. If, if the husband, you know, your husband decides that, uh, yeah, we're not going to eat healthy, we're going to eat unhealthy, I mean, I don't agree with the idea, but it is his family, right? It is his it is his decision ultimately, so you're going to have to support him on that. Um, you could disagree, of course. You could, you know, try to reason with him and convince him otherwise to eat healthy instead. But if he's, you know, very adamant about, you know, for, you know, eating burgers and stuff like that, and eating, <coughs> sorry, eating junk food, then that's that's how it's gonna be. That's the end of the podcast.